When the pressures of everyday life push the buttons of our inescapable human frailties, it's time to press pause, to be still, to breathe, and to look objectively at what is happening to ourselves and those about us. In this moment with Toby C. Helping people to recover from emotional, physical, and spiritual pain. Here is Toby C. Here I am. Thanks for the nice intro, Howard. Hey, welcome. It's Toby. The name of the show is called In This Moment. And I'm just the host of the ghost for the for the moment. And my name is Toby C. And um, it's kind of an interesting show if this is your first time to In This Moment with Toby C. Uh, it's not your typical um, recovery show. We pretty much pick a, a topic every show and we grind down on the problem and the solution of that topic. But we always like to have a, the bookend of this show <clears throat> Um, to fire up the imagination of the listener. Yeah, it's a concept show, that the concept is that uh, there's nothing big about Toby C. just kind of sitting here barking out a message at a radio station here in the Palm Springs area, Palm Springs, California, but that you can do this too. Anything is possible when we open our minds and we're in this moment, in the moment of recovery. Yeah, you better believe it. Anyway, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. It's a great show. We just kind of drive home the same message over and over again. You know, today's message, by the way, this one's a doozy. It's healthy confrontation in recovery. Mm. Healthy confrontation. Do you ever hear of such a thing? Maybe you or your loved one who are having problem with um, with life skills and um, living skills and having problems getting along with people. Maybe you're maybe you're having unhealthy confrontation. How about that? Either too little or or too much. How about that? You know, interaction with another human being. If it's positive interaction, what do we call that? I guess we call it love. And if it's <clears throat> unhealthy uh, interaction with another human being, what do we call that? Confrontation. How about that? So today we're going to be talking about finding that sweet spot, finding <laughs> the sweet spot in our interaction with people, and it includes boundaries. Yeah, and so today's topic, you know, stay tuned. It's going to be a, it's going to be really enlightening, and I hope you get something out of it. Healthy confrontation, kind of pushing people back to the scrimmage line, in order to get along with people, and in order to get along with ourselves. Because I don't know about you, um, I ended up in recovery because I couldn't get along with people. See, I did. I had a drug and alcohol problem, uh, drug and alcohol abuse problem, but. I come to learn that it wasn't, that was not really my problem. My problem, yeah, there it is, was unhealthy confrontation with other people. And there's all kinds of little tactics, unhealthy, um, detrimental um, tactics we can use to, uh, to avoid confrontation, period, with our fellow man. But, you know, I don't want you to be scared about the word confrontation, okay? It sounds kind of like an oxymoron, like big shrimp healthy confrontation, but there is it, there is a, a balancing, there's a sweet spot, and we're going to talk about it today. How about that? You know, and like I said, don't try to outsmart this thing, okay? We, we're going to try to keep it simple. I am in the 12-step program. You're going to hear me maybe bark out a couple of, of quotes from the 12-step program because, you know, I bury my nose in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous quite frequently with a newcomer in order to um, look for an allegorical meaning of what's really written in those pages. Um, 
They're called principles, spiritual in their nature. Yeah, that's what's in those those pages of that book called Alcoholics Anonymous. But I'll tell you, there's other there's other publications. Hey, AA has no monopoly on God, that's for sure. There's the Holy Bible. There's the Quran. There's all kinds of very spiritual um, publications. And um, this is not a Bible show. But for some reason, I just remembered this scripture from Sunday school. You ready for this? <clears throat> all scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for for reproof, for training in righteousness. And um, there it is. So all scripture. So whatever you're reading that's inspiring you, it, it might be a message from, from, from a power greater than yourself. Ooh. We'll get into that too later, but let's, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, take a deep breath. I just kind of want to just, again, hit the highlights so you don't think I'm a stranger. Um, I'm just like you. I'm here in Palm Springs. And I'll tell you why I'm doing this. I'm not, I'm doing this in the spirit of anonymity. That's why my name is Toby C. Um, there's no big profile page on me. That's because I want you to be able to concentrate on the message today instead of on Toby, right? Ain't nothing special about Toby. And the reason why I'm doing this is um, <clears throat> I made an agreement. I made an agreement with my, um, my higher power. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I said, if you get me out of this mess again, I'll try to be a good boy. I'll try to behave myself. <clears throat> How many times have we made that that uh, declaration to God? Can you relate to that? Or maybe your loved one. How many times did we get on our knees and just scream out to God, Oh God, help me. You know, I'll never do this again. Hmm? Ah, and how often do we break that little covenant? You know? <laughs> Boy, we, we believe in God at, at the right moment. We're always screaming out His name. God help me or God damn it. But, um, but for the most part, we're oblivious to God. Yeah, and we become um, trapped in something called the bondage of self. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about how to overcome the bondage of self. And that's why I'm doing this. I'm honoring my agreement with a God of my understanding who saved me. And, uh, and, and all he asked of me was to try to remain healthy one day at a time in mind, body, and spirit so that I could try to, um, to be healthy enough to carry or try to carry um, an encouraging message to a suffering newcomer or somebody who's trying to figure it out or somebody who's trapped in unhealthy confrontations with with others. And maybe is it possible to be trapped in an unhealthy confrontation with ourselves? Of course it is. It's called addiction. Oh man, is it? it's called the bondage of self. You better believe it. <clears throat> hey, by the way, if you're just joining us, the name of this program is called In This Moment and I'm the host, Toby C. It's a concept show about uh, recovery and the concept is that you're going to be sitting here in my seat someday soon. So uh, don't be paying so much attention to Toby. Pay attention to the message. And our message today <clears throat> is healthy confrontation in recovery. Why do, we, why do we put in recovery? I wonder why it says in recovery. Well, first of all, i got to make sure that in the, in the vast pool of information out there that people understand that this message is a, is a message tailored to people who are in recovery. And, and by the way, you know, uh, 
we may tailor some of our message to drug and alcohol abusers, but hey, I don't care if you're suffering from from compulsive shopping or <clears throat> gambling or overeating or some type of an extreme behavior. You might very well, you might very well be in in some kind of an unhealthy confrontation with yourself. You know, maybe to confront something is to is to have courage to to meet it head on, to, to have some sense of discipline. And maybe unhealthy confrontation is where we lose all, all forms of discipline. We're going to be talking about that in the next segment <clears throat> when we talk about the problems in living with, within the boundaries or the lack thereof that uh, create unhealthy confrontation with others and with ourselves and quite often leads many of us into recovery. Yeah. And by the way, um, I never miss an opportunity to start, you know, the first segment to, um, to remind myself and to remind you that, um, our recovery from unhealthy boundaries that put us in confrontation with others and ourselves, the solution begins with something called, here it comes, listen, unity, unity. Something doesn't want us to be with our fellow man. Something wants us to be alone, lashing out like a trapped monkey, flinging poop between the bars. <laughs> Pardon for the visual. <laughs> so anyway, that's not what a God of our understanding or of my understanding wants. The God of my understanding wants me to be with my fellow man, with my fellow brethren, to find somebody out there who's really suffering, suffering from yeah, unhealthy boundaries and, and suffering from confrontation with others and with himself. And, and the discovery of that person takes place in the group. So I always encourage you, and I remind myself to stay, you know, have my butt glued to my seat at my home group meeting. I go to a home group meeting every day at 7 a.m. I love it. I never miss an episode. I participate, too, every chance I get. They just, thank goodness they have a three-minute buzzer. <laughs> May you find the joy of the home group, my friend. And whatever you're suffering from, I don't care if you're suffering from codependency or deviant sexual addiction or loneliness. Talk to your therapist. Talk to your family member. Talk to your wife. Talk to your children. Get on the internet and find your group. There's a group out there. It's got your, that has a chair with your name on it. This buds for you, you know, and, and, and it's ready to open up into a beautiful flower, but you got to find, you got to find your path. You got to get on your right path and your right path, my friend, as I discovered it starts with finding the group and don't worry about finding the right group. When you're there, it'll be the right group. You know why? Because if it's the wrong group, you're going to make it the right group. You're going to try to make it the right group by practicing something, of course, called boundaries. By the way, when we get into the solutions, man, we're going to be talking about codependency. <laughs> you want to talk about unhealthy boundaries. But again, back to, to the group. The group is where you're going to be able to open your mind and have some kind of a faith and a trust and a belief that you're going to overcome whatever is is keeping you down 
You may have placed yourself beyond human aid, my friend, or your loved one. And there's something keeping you down. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment. Oh, man, I love to grind down on the problem. Only when we really fully understand um, the problem can we then develop a game plan to moving beyond and transcending that problem. Agreed? So simple, isn't it? But it's not easy. Yeah, absolutely. But there's got to be a start, right? And the start is right now. You can stop living in the problem right now by what? By getting into the group and finding that person. We're going to be talking about that in the end of the show when we do the imagination exercises. But in the group, that's where the that's where you're going to have the God shots, your moments of awe. That's where it's all going to start to make sense why we practice unhealthy confrontation and why we why we must move toward healthy confrontation. Why we were mired in self-consciousness and why it's now time to move toward God consciousness. How about that? And there's a way to do that. There's a roadmap. Well, we're going to be talking about it big time. Yeah, I'm Toby C. The name of the show is called In This Moment. And um, <laughs> I love saying it's a concept show. It is a concept. Recovery is a concept. The miracle of recovery, it's a phenomenon. It's an experience you must not miss. And when we come back, I'm going I'm to show you how to engage and tap into that phenomenon called recovery. Only here on In This Moment, and I'm your host, Toby C. This moment with Toby C continues now. All right, listen up. We don't have a lot of time to go over this material. That's why on this show you're not going to. There's no call-ins. <laughs> there's no questions and answers. There's no celebrity guest appearances. There's just me, and uh, we're talking right now about the problem with living with unhealthy confrontation with others. How about that? Yeah, the problem. And the, the problem that unhealthy confrontation with others cause, probably first and foremost, is it leads to an unhealthy confrontation with ourselves. How about that? <clears throat> if, uh, if I'm in enough conflict with my fellow man, Ultimately, I'm going to uh, become in, into conflict with myself. Yeah. And there begins the journey of self-destructive uh, behavior, risky behavior. <clears throat> it's called extreme behavior. Uh, it's unfair behavior. And listen, we're all born this way, first of all. I want to I be clear about that. We're, we all come out of the womb survivalists, right? <clears throat> And our, our first uh, inclination, our, our first instinctive inclination is to be intolerant of, of everything around us because we, are, we need to serve our, our needs first, of course. But um, <clears throat> as we mature and grow older, some of us don't outgrow those, those needs to serve 
our instinctual needs for love and security first. And that's where we start to enter into an unfair relationship with others. It's an attitude of selfishness. It's an attitude of belligerent denial. We don't even know we're we're doing it, unfortunately. And quite often this um, this attitude of belligerent of belligerency um, is fueled by something called here it comes anger. Yeah. <clears throat> and again, the anger is part of our survival skills for sure. <clears throat> But this anger is a soul sickness, and from it stem all forms of spiritual disease. It's like a cancer that, uh, it's like a soul sickness, it's a soul cancer. Um, This type of conflict with others ultimately leads to the annihilation of all worthwhile things in life. Yeah. The annihilation of all worthwhile things in life. Can you relate to that? Sure. I mean, our propensity is to try to control our environment and those in our environment to suit our needs. That's just how we're wired. I understand that. And again, this control quite often leads to unrealistic expectations because we've placed unfair demands on our, on our fellow man. <clears throat> we've placed demands on them that, that are beyond their capacity to meet or are beyond the capacity of our, of our merit for sure. And uh, we create resentments. Yeah. We create resentments in others with this selfish, self-centered behavior. Yeah. Sometimes this healthy confrontation is is driven by something called self-righteous behavior. Like, we know better. We know it's better for you. Or worse yet, you you made a mistake and I'm going to punish you. How about that for unhealthy confrontation? Hmm? You know, the byproduct of this is always something called shame. Yeah. Shame is a drunk, isn't it? Of course it is. I don't know about you, but the, the drunk starts long before the first drink. When I'm, when I'm in conflict with, a, with my fellow man, you know, when two human beings uh, become a battleground for the instincts, there can be no peace. Whew. How heavy is that? No peace between me and my, my fellow man who I'm in conflict with, and no peace within me. Can you relate to that? Of course you can. And it's a bad message. You know, it's an aggressive message. Uh, people who are constantly uh, drama queens or just really unfair, unkind, mean-spirited people who, who, who kind of thrive on on this unhealthy confrontation with others, it's it's almost a people repellent. Do you know people who who kind of behave this way? Maybe you, maybe somebody you know, and 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 this type of behavior <clears throat> is a subtle, but or maybe not so subtle, form of people repellent. How about that? And the worst part about spraying on people repellent and pissing people off and being in confrontation with people all the time is. Um, is it leads to loneliness and isolation. And I'm telling you, loneliness and isolation, my friend, is the devil. It's, it's a drunk. It's a curse. You know, first, first be a person who needs people. Yeah, people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. And if you don't need people, man, you're cursed. 
So how about that? The reason to, to move away from unhealthy confrontation with people is so that we can get close to people again. Because that's where recovery is. That's where God wants us. What a concept, huh? Keep it simple, baby. God wants us to be at peace with our fellow man, I believe. When we come back, we're going to be talking about now how to reverse this unhealthy confrontation with people and practice something called, are you ready for this? Healthy confrontation. No, it's not an oxymoron like, like jumbo shrimp. It's the solution. It's one of the wonderful solutions to successful living and successful recovery one day at a time. How about that? Be right back. I'm Toby Senior. The show's called In This Moment. In this moment, understanding common day struggles many people face in the revolving door of recovery and rehabilitation, helping to open hearts and minds that allow for the mysterious, powerful, enduring, and proven alternative to destructive behavior. Here is your guide, Toby C. Boy, the intro talked about daily struggles. How about that? bigger daily struggle than um, pissing people off every day and um, being in conflict with people or allowing people to piss me off every day. Can you relate to that? And the solution for the um, the self-centered survivalist, if people are pissing us off or we're pissing people off, the solution is just to isolate from people. And there's the first problem, Okay is the isolation. The isolation is deadly. And you gotta get out of isolation, just like we talked about in the first segment. <clears throat> you gotta find your group. You gotta find your group. Why do we want to, do, to get into the group? Well, first of all, to, to develop an attitude, <laughs> you know, to develop an attitude, an outlook upon life that will change. I don't know, somewhere I, I read in this 12-step this program that uh, that once we start paying attention to our fellow man differently, we acquire something called God consciousness. And this, this God consciousness, you know, they're called God shots, and then we become aware of them. And um, these God shots, you know, are, they're immediate and they're overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And, you know what, and you know what follows the immediate and overwhelming acquisition of God consciousness? We get a vast change in feeling and outlook. A vast change in feeling and outlook. That's our attitude. Mm. And then our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. And we start to treat people differently. And one of the things where you're going to learn if you you hang around the 12-step program and you do something called the fourth step is we start to open our minds to the possibility that people, those about us, are not well. They just may be suffering in their own private little living hell that we're unaware of and oblivious to for good reason. And there it is, you know, to, um, to give people a break. Hey, this, this 12-step movement, that, you know, they're, they're code. They've got a code. And by the way, it's a secret 
it's not a secret society, but is it's an exclusive club that requires membership. Yeah, the only requirement for membership, there's only one requirement for membership in Alcoholics Anonymous, and it's a desire to stop drinking. You don't have to have stopped drinking or using or acting out or doing whatever you're doing. Just have this, this open mind and this desire, this heartfelt desire to get better. And then it happens. And what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the bottom. See, the beginning of your recovery always starts with the courage to, to not die. How about that? At the very bottom, we don't want to die. And by the way, it's people. It's quite often other people that give us an excuse to die, that give us the reason to die. If it were, not, if it were up to us, we wouldn't die. But because of these people, we feel we feel dead or we feel like we want to die. Can you relate to that? And to hit bottom where we allow people to, to bring us to a point where we want to, we want to die, we have to stand at the turning point and we have to make a decision and we have to have some courage to make this decision. Oh yeah. And the decision is we want to get better and we don't want to die. And that we have to depend on something other than self and and this something else other than self that many of us depend on is the group. And we come into recovery. Or we're forced into recovery. Yeah. And in the group, believe it or not, and I don't care how atheist or agnostic or how much you've rejected God, in the group, yeah, in the group, we're led to the group through something called the gift of desperation. G-O-D, gift of desperation. And when we come so desperate that we'd be willing to do anything to lift the merciless obsession, then and only then can we become disciplined and do we allow a God of our understanding to discipline us. And how does he discipline us? He disciplines us through giving me, us the ability to listen, to listen to him. And guess where we listen most and clearest to a God of our understanding? We listen to him at the bottom. And I don't know you, I don't know about you, if, you, if you're like me and you don't have a direct connection to God, um, God speaks to me through other people. And when I'm in the group and I'm sitting still and I'm listening, and I'm listening for this spiritual message, it's almost like God was talking to me. You know, God tailored this message to me. It was just what I needed to hear. And it's true. So the discipline, really, that we're talking about that I believe we want to move toward is the discipline of getting close to the group and emerging from isolation and having the obedience to stay with this group. And there it is. And somewhere between discipline and obedience, we find something called, here it comes, it's the B word, balance. There it is. And balance is a close cousin of boundaries. Yeah, boundaries. And then and then we open our minds to the fact that our, our brethren, whoever's pissing us off or, or really upsetting us, we open up our minds to the fact that they may not be well. They may be suffering. Then all of a sudden we get calm. We give them a break. You don't have to forgive anybody. Why don't you get out of the God business and worrying about who to forgive 
and who not to forgive and and worrying about forgiving yourself. Why don't you just get out of the forgive, forgiveness business and leave that up to God and experience forgiveness. Experience forgiveness through the open mind. Experience forgiveness through love and tolerance of others is our code. Love and tolerance. Love and tolerance is not the, the answer. Okay. Love and tolerance of others is our code. There it is. And um, it's getting pretty heavy, isn't it? Take a deep breath. (sighs) If you're just joining us, (laughs) I'm Toby C. And um, the name of our show is called In This Moment with Toby C. And we're talking about healthy confrontation in recovery. How about that? Learning how to really go toe-to-toe with our demons and how to learn and how to start learning how to have fair and balanced relationships with people. And there it is. And um, we're just right now on the solutions to overcoming unhealthy confrontation. And so the solution is not only the group, but it's recovery, my friend. It's to go on this journey of self-discovery and get all the answers to why. Why do we do this? Why, why are we in denial? Why do we have low self-esteem? Why do we overly comply with people? Why do we try to control people? Why do we avoid people? See, this recovery, if you do it right, if you stick to the script and do a four-step, and by the way, I would advise you not to jump into doing a four-step. Always do a warm-up on your mark, get ready, get set, go. There's three preceding steps before that fourth step, but I got to tell you, man, that fourth step is a mother, and it's a journey of self-discovery, and you are going to get all the answers to why, and um, you're going to become properly armed with some real solid facts about yourself finally. And, you know, the biggest mistake so many of us do with this new information, this self-knowledge, is we... um, yeah, we don't do anything with it except we serve ourselves. And, and some of us have a pretty good life. We have a pretty good run with all this self-knowledge. Um, you might want to consider recovery, if you have an open mind, to getting a, a master's degree in human behavior. So you're going to understand yourself and you're going to understand others. But here's the big trick. Here's the big mistake. Don't use all this self-knowledge and this wisdom and these armed these these facts that you've armed yourself with for self-service. Here's the magic. The alcoholic who is properly armed with facts about himself can generally win the entire confidence of another alcoholic within a few hours. And until this happens, very little if anything can be accomplished. There's the solution right there, my friend. You're going to get all this information and you're going to be able to start to share it with people in order to win their confidence and start working with others. And working with others in recovery means about really examining unhealthy boundaries and unhealthy confrontation. And to be aware of these unhealthy boundaries in this unhealthy confrontation.
and to be able to transcend these unhealthy boundaries and this unhealthy confrontation. See, you're going to learn things in recovery, and they're going to be called principles, spiritual in their nature. And then what you're going to do is you're going to be able to practice these principles out there in the real world. And when you encounter somebody who is is upsetting you, is really stomping on your emotional well-being, you're now going to be able to give them a break. You're now going to be able to, with the open mind, imagine that this person, this man or woman, is not well. They might, they might be suffering. And then you have a moment to, to ask your creator, you know, God, this, this person is sick. How can I be helpful to them? Thy will be done! Exclamation <laughs> mark. Right? And there it is. Um, it's, it's the roadmap to getting along with people. Let me hit the highlights again. The roadmap to getting along with people the roadmap to pushing people back to healthy boundaries, that scrimmage line that says, you know, this is far enough. The healthy road to getting there is first and foremost, you got to get out of isolation. Got to get back in the group. Then you got to stay in the group long enough to get a sponsor. Find somebody that'll spend some time with you alone and stick to the script. Pages 65 through 69 and don't deviate from them. Stick to the script and go on your journey of self-discovery. And learn how to get along with people. Oh, you're going to discover that, you know, our real problem was our total inability to form a true partnership with another human being. We either wanted to be on the top of the heap or hide underneath it. Can you relate to that? Of course you can. It's about balance, remember? And some of us are just so out of balance and we got to hit something called, remember, the bottom. And at the bottom, we get the gift of desperation. Remember God, G-O-D, gift of desperation at the bottom. And then we become as open-minded to conviction and as willing to listen as only the dying can be. All right, when we come back, we're going to be mashing out something called the imagination exercises. You're really going to love that. So you stay tuned. And Toby C., the name of our show is called In This Moment. And we're just wrapping up an hour of healthy confrontation and recovery. Imagination exercises coming up. This is In This Moment with Toby C., helping people to recover from emotional, physical, and spiritual pain. Here is Toby C. All right. I hope you've enjoyed uh, mashing through the, the uh, problems and the solutions with confrontation with others, unhealthy confrontation with others versus healthy confrontation with others. Yeah, it is true. To, it is possible to have healthy confrontation with other people. It's called setting boundaries. Isn't that nice? Oh, yeah. And quite often, you know, if you stick around recovery, um, you might discover that uh, so much of your unhealthy boundaries and these defective relationships with others 
that bring us into confrontation is is an outgrowth of fear. The F word, fear. The real F word, F-E-A-R, fear. And um, and at some point, imagine this. Imagine you're going to you're going to outgrow this fear. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen to you if you stick around and you find your group and you sit all the way down and you find a sponsor and you clean house and you open yourself up so that a God of your understanding, a power greater than yourself can enter you and expel whatever deadly obsession is keeping you in your living hell. That's what you want to do. And at that moment that you expel this this demon that's been keeping you down. There's only one way to keep the demon out of your clean house. There's only one way, my friend. Here it comes. You're going to become a sponsor. That's how you're going to do it. That's the only way you can really protect the door to your soul, your house, is by finding someone else who is mired in unhealthy confrontation with others and with themselves and help them clean house and help them to commence to outgrow, among other things, fear. How about that? And one of the beautiful parts of this journey that you're going to take, my friend, when you finally clean house and prepare yourself for sponsorship, you're going to become a sponsor. If you stick with this long enough, and I'm just talking about like a couple of months, you are going to start to develop a vital sixth sense. Yeah. Isn't that nice? You're going to develop a vital sixth sense. Can you imagine that? Uh, can you imagine that you're going to somehow, when you're, when you're in a pickle with some maniac that's really trying to upset you, right? Somebody's trying to, trying to bait you, trying to bait you into an unhealthy confrontation, yeah, you're going to intuitively know how to handle that situation. A situation that used to just baffle the living daylights out of you, but you're you're going to know how to handle it this time. How about that? How about that for a marker, an objective for you to move toward? And I promise you, my friend, just like I've illuminated that light for you in the in the, the magic of radio, all right, you also are going to be a a purveyor of light. You're going to carry that lantern at the long end of a dark tunnel for your suffering whoever. And the stranger (laughs) and more anonymous, the better. Yeah, the stranger, the less danger of unfair judgment. How about that? But you're going to, you're going to be a guiding light. If nobody's told you that you're going to become a sponsor, Toby just told you. And if your sponsor is not preparing you for sponsorship yourself, they're ripping you off. You tell them Toby told you so. No, don't do that. Take a deep breath, though. You know, all of a sudden, <clears throat> common sense where, where, where somebody's upsetting you and, and you're, and you're, you're, propensity would be to defend yourself or to fight, right, or flight. Common sense is all of a sudden going to become uncommon sense. 
there is an alternative between fight and flight. Hmm, what could that be, Toby? Well, how about staying in this moment? I had to put that in there. You knew that was coming. How about just doing nothing? Earhart Systems Training asked, you know, I think one of their one of their tenants was, uh, hey, you know, never mind about worrying about moving to the right or to the left or 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 forward or backwards. Just stay still, right in the center, and let everything happen organically. You know, and and the intuition will 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 come. You'll know. You'll have a sense of what to do, of how to handle the situation. And by the way, this sense of how to handle the situation is going to come through the gift of, yeah, here it comes, the open mind. Yeah, see. And what you're going to be able to do with this gift of open-mindedness that's going to make you happy, joyous, and free, my friend, is you're going to go to your group and you're going to find someone who's suffering and you're going to pay attention to this person so that you may help them open their mind. Yeah. Help them avoid the pitfalls of unhealthy confrontations with others and with themselves by, by the, the beauty and the miracle of the open mind. To, to be able to point their imagination toward the right objectives, to, to give people a break. Isn't that beautiful? To give people a break instead of breaking people. Can you imagine? Of course you can. That's why this is called the imagination exercises. I love it. I don't know if I mentioned this last segment, but I'm telling you, people are the problem. So says the alcoholic or the junkie or, or anybody who's acting out and living in a living hell. People are the problem. And of course, the solution is to stay away from people. And that's not the solution, my friend. The solution is to move toward people to get into the group. Remember that people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. Barbara Streisand was totally right. She's right on the money. But first be a person who needs people. People who need people are the luckiest people in the world. And you need people. Don't tell yourself you need to be alone. <clears throat> Don't tell yourself that you enjoy your, 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 your solitude and your alone time and your own company. You prefer your own company over others. Don't don't fall for that trick. That's the devil. Rod Serling put it so well, you know, the barrier of loneliness, he called it. The palpable desperate need of the human animal to be with his fellow man up there in the vastness of space, in the void that is sky. Up there is an enemy known as isolation. It sits there in the stars waiting, waiting with the patience of beyond forever waiting. Rod Serling. Hey man, come to the group. Become a sponsor. Go with the program. Enjoy life. And overcome unhealthy confrontation with others and practice healthy boundaries and straighten up the fly right. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed this show. This is Toby C. The name of the show is In This Moment. I've enjoyed talking about healthy confrontations in recovery and recovering with healthy confrontations.